Welcome to Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. Talking about the present truth and the ones that are hearing what the Spirit is saying to the churches, they're to move and come in together in one. Now, we received a visitation from the Lord, a mighty visitation. I've only had three since I've been in the ministry for almost 50 years now. And very profound. And the last one was in Transamera, Kenya, Africa, where the Lord and the visitation came. And after two hours of just basking in the Holy Ghost, I couldn't walk. And you that have the Holy Ghost know what I mean. Knowing that he wanted to speak, and I kept saying, Lord, speak to your servant. Let me hear what you'd have me to do in staying in that spirit of prayer. Then he said, seal my people by my word, even as I sent my angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. Now we started, of course, the pandemic hit uh, with the coronavirus and many things there happened, but we started the podcast over two years ago, sealing God's people in obedience to the Lord. And just recently started the jcic.tv where those of you that want to join this ministry in this proceeding word of God, then you can do so where you register and simply uh, get a username password. You can ask questions and give your comments where we can have fellowship. Fellowship over the website. And we want to hear from you. We want to hear your questions, your comments, how we're doing there in this body coming together, the body of Christ. We, as we go forward, there, the nations you're calling, we're hearing you. Uh, let me be specific in where we are. The DBM team hears your cry, and it is our heart's desire to be with you. Uh, we have always, as the Lord gives us a financial breakthrough, we don't hoard that money. We immediately take it and make a strategy to reach as many nations as we can with those finances, be it thousands, be it hundreds of thousands. And that's what we've done in the past and we'll do in the future. And as God gives us a financial breakthrough, we'll be with you on your soul, being there presently with you with minister conferences and crusades. In the meantime, please join me here where we can have fellowship together and there's about 20 ministers a day saying, I want to join the ministry from various nations. I cannot answer all the emails, and I apologize for that. But it's impossible that I can answer all the messages and the emails that I'm receiving. And many of you want to join uh, the DVM team in proclaiming this gospel. Not in a Pentecostal light, but in a tabernaclist. In this present light in the preceding word of God. And we thank God for you. But know that we're not sliding you in any manner. You're very important to us. It's just a matter that we don't have the time to get back to you. So what I want to recommend is please own the podcast. Download our app, Sealing God's People. And we'll go into this proceeding word of God as the Holy Ghost leads. And you that can, then join me. Register at jcic.tv where you can ask your questions and give your comments where we can have fellowship one with another. 
in this proceeding word of God in the present truth. Now, it's profound that God, when this visitation states, seal my people. Now, that's an apocalyptic sealing of Revelation 7. That's not something to take lightly. In the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave him, is showing to his servants things which must shortly come to, uh, come to pass. Must shortly come to pass. Not maybe, but of that of a certainty. He sent and signified it by his angel unto John. That sign is a sealing. We find that, that Zerubbabel is my signet. There's your seal. The signet is Zerubbabel, which is not only the word of God being sealed, but the instrument sealed by the Lord. We as earthen vessels uh, have this, this power of God in us, this Christ in us, this excellency of the spirit might be of God, not of ourselves. And God's doing it now. It is very important that we hear from you. Now, some of you have sent me and said uh, in your message and said, God has spoke our name to you. My name to you? Then join me. Don't just keep uh, lackadaisically going on down the road and, and having your meetings. What? Let's come together in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to lift up this true Jesus in the proceeding light that he's in. The path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day, unto the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. Being confident of this very thing, that he that hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. To perform that work is an individual calling of God to you, individually as a member in particular. Somebody said, well, I go to church, <clears throat> and I follow the pastor. I'm born again, and uh, I, I, I give tithes, and I think that's all there is. Well, there's more, and that's what is, uh, is being done by the Lord now expeditiously through the body of Christ with the moving of the Holy Ghost, the dynamic through the Spirit of God himself, fitly framing this body together. So what we're trying to say to you is as humbly as we possibly can, please contact me. Let's join together. You're speaking it, but we need to come together. Now, those that are saying that you want conferences and the Crusades, we, the DBM team, want to be there with you. We're a band of sold-out ministers uh, that are literally sold-out, blood-bought soldiers of the cross. We'll be there with you, on the ground with you, as we have the finances and financially able to do so. Now, at this particular time, we haven't really... Uh, came back from the damage done with the coronavirus. The offerings, the donations fell off uh, uh, drastically. We haven't recuperated yet, but as we do, and we know it will, for those that love the truth, that you will get behind it, and we will go again and be with you. But until then, please join me on these podcasts. There, download that free app, as well as Join me at jcic.tv, register, get your username and password, and then we can fellowship. You can be with me as we go together in this proceeding word of God.
though I look forward to having you registering with me at jcic.tv. You'll have a username, password. You will be able to ask questions and render your comments. And we'll all do it together in lifting up our Lord Jesus Christ for the work of the ministry. That's what we're all called to do. We're not in a Pentecost of glory now. That's after the second day. He will revive us. That's revival. But what if there is a new thing that God is doing that is so profound and radical a change that it is not church as usual? It's not the same word and that first principles of the doctrine of Christ as we have been taught and certainly is the truth and will remain the truth. We don't forget them. But Paul does exhort us to leave, therefore, the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Let us go on unto perfection. Now, not laying again the foundation of faith toward God, repentance from dead works, the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of the hands and of the resurrection and eternal judgment. And this will we do if God permit. But let us go on to perfection. This is a perfecting ministry that God has called us for. Now we have suffered the blunt of many that deny that we can come unto perfection. And we realize that. We accept that. That fact that many will not listen to or believe that you can come to be a perfect, full-grown, mature believer in Jesus Christ. They think that can only happen in the sweet by and by. But those of you that know the truth, the true believers, you know that God has given us of his spirit, the Holy Ghost, Jesus in us, to lead us and guide us, not into partial truth, not seeing through a glass darkly now, but coming face to face with Jesus, where we know even as we're known of him, when that which is perfect is come. That's a perusia, the perusia, where Jesus comes as the rain, former ladder. Well, we already had the former rain, but there still remains a ladder rain. The last great day move of God and the last great rain of his strength. <clears throat> Not standing in the power of our might, but in the power of his might. And God's doing it now. He's fitly framing his body together. Then he will compact it of which every joint supplies to the edifying of itself in love. But notice this to the measure of every each individual part. To the measure of each part? Yes. The measure of each part is a measure of faith. So it is important. It's critical that we and the individual members in the body of Christ seek God with all of our heart in this present truth and the proceeding word of God by which man shall live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. That is a present proceeding word. Not yesterday's word. Now faith. Present faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. It's the last day work of the ministry that we are all called for. And it's not a bishop move, an apostle move, a prophet move. It's a body, a movement through the body of Christ where the Lord 
will fitly frame the individual members in particular together in one body. Now, the mystery of God's will from the foundation of the world <clears throat> has been to gather all things uh, as the things of faith. Faith is the substance of things, so far the evidence of things not seen, and together all things, that's all truth, all proceeding word of God, into one body, Jesus, gathering all things together in one in Christ Jesus. That's fitly framed together. Then he compacts it through the measure of every part. So the eye can't save the foot, I have no need of thee. God has placed the more abundant honor on the less comely parts. So we exhort you, dear brethren, with all our all of our heart to contact, contact our ministry, our DVM team here, our individual ministers that have stood for this truth, but especially since January the 19th and 2019, the 19th of January, where we had just preached about four hours in a pulpit there, had not uh, had any sleep for the last two nights, being traveling on the road, going to Transamerica, Kenya, Kilgore's, uh, Kenya, Africa. And when we got to the town, uh, got to the motel, but it was time to go to the church. My wife there, bless her heart, was just completely exhausted. I got her in the motel room and... Uh, uh, our administrator there, uh, there at Kenya, and I there went to the church immediately, the Messiah Travel Church. And we took that first service, the first service we were there, and that morning service. And coming out of there uh, about 2 p.m. in the afternoon, I was about to jump the ditch. There was a big ditch they had bamboo uh, going walkway across it and I just walked across there and the Holy Ghost hit profoundly that glory and that Shekinah cloud of glory and I was basking in the Holy Ghost the power the love of God but I knew the Lord wanted to speak something they're weaving uh, they're being drunk in the Holy Ghost and you that have the Holy Ghost know what I mean I kept asking the Lord, Lord, I know that you want to speak to your servant. Speak to me. Lead me and guide me. Speak where you would, what you would have me to do. At the end of approximately two hours, about 4, 4 p.m. in the afternoon, the Lord profoundly spoke, seal my people by my word. Even as I send my angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. Now we realize, we can look at the book of Daniel. God sent, he sent his angel. It's ascending, not descending, ascending. We're going up uh, that ascension ladder to our Lord Jesus Christ. It's ascending. And as it does, and these attributes of God were partakers of his divine nature. These are exceedingly great and precious promises. But it has to be in the present truth. The Pentecostal truth was a glorious truth and is still a glorious truth. Repent. Be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of your sins. Born of the water. 
many in the Pentecostal reign have not been baptized, taken on the name of Jesus, being born of the water. They've been told that's not essential. Saying that baptism in water has nothing to do with salvation, which is a blatant lie. You must be born of the water and of the Spirit. That's receiving the Holy Ghost. There's some that will have the Holy Ghost that will not be born of the water and thus will not be able to enter the kingdom of heaven, even though they have received the Holy Ghost, but not born again of the water. Somebody said, well, why the water? You take a look at Paul. Everyone in the book of Acts that Luke gives us an account of, when they were in that Pentecostal move of the Holy Ghost, that season of Pentecost, being born again, have to be born of the water and the Spirit, according to Acts 2.38. Peter stated that, having the keys to the kingdom. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. To have those sins remitted, there's no other way except water baptism taken on the name of Jesus. As many as been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Somebody said, that's baptism of the Holy Ghost. That is essential, but there's also baptism of the water. And that we see <clears throat> that in Acts the 10th chapter, we found the house of Cornelius of the Italian band. His alms deed had come up as a memorial before God. He sends Peter to the house of Cornelius and there to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Peter said, I perceive that God is not a respecter of persons before it only been to the Jew first, but now the first Gentile in Acts the 10th chapter. While Peter is preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost falls and they received the gift of the Holy Ghost. How did he know that? For Peter heard them speaking in, speaking in other tongues, said, can any man forbid water? Now, if they were completely born again of that spirit, and that was all that was needed, Peter would not have gone on and said, can any man forbid water that they should not be baptized who have received the Holy Ghost as well as we, for he heard them speak in tongues and magnified God. Then he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Why? Because you must be born of the water and the spirit. Why the water? For the remission of your sins. Asking Jesus to come into your heart does not remit the sins. It doesn't expiate the sins. Godly sorrow worketh repentance unto salvation, not to be repented of. So many have bought that lie that you just asked Jesus to come into your heart and you're saved. It's a step, but it's not born again. That's a, it is a lie stating to anyone that when they repented, they're born again. No, they're not. They must be born of the water and the Spirit, John 3. We see it again there in Acts, the 19th chapter. There were certain men. They were believers, said they were believers, but they weren't born again. Paul came upon these brethren and said, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? 
Hmm, they're not born of the Spirit yet. And they said, sir, we don't know whether there be any Holy Ghost. We don't know what you're talking about. Then Paul asked a pertinent question, an important question. And then what were you baptized? Well, if baptism had nothing to do with him, why why is Paul even asking that? Well, because it is essential. And then what were you baptized? Well, they said under John's baptism. Now, Paul goes on and says, well, John the Baptist did baptize with water under repentance, saying that they should look on him that should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. Then he preached to them Jesus Christ. When they heard the true gospel, the present truth, not before the cross and John's baptism of water under repentance, but then the present truth of the word of God, then the Pentecostal truth, the present truth that Peter said, as you are now obeyed and the present truth, then they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, born of the water. And Paul laid hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost, born of the Spirit. And they spake in other tongues and prophesied. Notice that gift working right there, a gift of the Holy Ghost. Look at Paul himself. Many say they are Jews and are not. Why? What's a mistaken identity? How could they possibly be mistaken on that? Because they did partial truth. They were born of the Spirit. They received the Holy Ghost, as many fundamentalists have done. They've repented and been baptized in the Holy Ghost now, speaking in other tongues. The power of God, Christ in them. But they haven't been born again yet. Notice with Paul, when you see later on, he gives his account in Acts uh, 22, 23, there that he is giving his account again of Ananias coming to him on his Damascus Road experience and the Holy Ghost. And here's a man that has seen the light of God. He sees that God is light, and this light is so great it blinds him, being about noonday. Paul asked, Lord, who art thou? Who are you? He said, I am Jesus, speaking to him in the Hebrew tongue. I am Yeshua. Why? Because Paul has studied at the feet of Gamaliel. And he knew the law and he knew the Hebrew. I am Yeshua. I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for you to kick against the pricks, Saul. Then he tells him that he is called as an example of long suffering. Here's a man that has seen God and has the revelation of the name of God. Secondly, thirdly, he knows his call. And then he's blinded. But three days later, Ananias comes to him and said, Brother Saul, I came that you receive your sight. And that same hour, Paul received his sight. Now, here's a man that if anybody 
was born again, Paul would be born again. His sins would be automatically forgiven. He has seen the Lord, which very few have. I've been in this ministry almost 50 years, and I've only had three visitations of the Lord and seen him three times. And that is out of the whole years I've been in ministry. There, Paul had seen the Lord, that light that blinded him. There, he has the name of Jesus revealed to him. Jesus, Jehovah is salvation. He knows he's the Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, the only Lord God. And not only that, he knows the call of God on his life. He will be an apostle to the Gentiles. And not only that, he's healed of his blindness. If anyone was born again, Saul turned Paul of Tarsus should have been born again. Notice what Ananias says. Brother Saul, why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized. Baptized. Washing away your sins, calling upon the name of the Lord. Hmm. Paul was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And that's how he had his sins washed away. Many will say in the last days, in the time of the revelation of Jesus, stated there in the tabernacle reign of the Holy Ghost, the latter reign. Not Pentecostal, but tabernacleist. But those, many will say that they are Jews and are not by the synagogue of Satan. How could they be so deceived? Well, they have the Holy Ghost. No doubt they have been born of the Spirit, but their sins have not been washed away. There's only one way. Somebody said, well, you have scripture for that? Sure do. Romans 2, 28 and 29. He is not a Jew that is one outwardly and the circumcision of the flesh. We're not talking about cutting off of the flesh. But he is a Jew, the real Jew, the spiritual Jew, the Jew according to the seed of promise or the seed of Abraham, heirs of God, heirs of Jesus Christ, joint heirs with him through the seed of Abraham. But he is a Jew that is one inwardly, Circumcision of the heart. Well, is that in the mind, the intellect? No. Circumcision of the heart in the spirit, the human spirit of man. Whose praise is not of man, but of God. That's Romans 2, 28 and 29. So many say they're Jews that are not, but the synagogue of Satan. You're either born again all the way, born of the water and the spirit, or you're not. There's no partial way. Repentance is part, but it won't get you there. Having the Holy Ghost is part, but it won't get you there. You have to be born of the water and the Spirit after you've repented. Repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Why that name? Why not Father, Son, Holy Ghost? Because Father's not the name. Son's not the name. Holy Ghost, the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. He said, I'll pray the Father send you another comforter in my name. What name? Jesus. Well, the name of the Son. Well, no one will refute that. That's named Jesus. Baptizing the name of the Father. What's the Father's name? John 17, Jesus praying to the whole Holy Father. I have manifested your name. 
keep through thine own name, your own name, God, the Father, the name Jesus, the name of that one spirit, regardless of the office, Father, Word, Holy Ghost, Son of God, Son of Man, one spirit. There's only one spirit there. The name of that spirit is Jesus Christ. The Son of God hath declared him. That's the reason that the name of Jesus was not proclaimed until the word was made flesh. Because no man has seen God at any time. John 1, 18. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, not around him, not a second person of the Godhead, in the bosom of the Father, the Father himself. He hath declared him. That is Jesus Christ declaring the name of Almighty God, Jesus Christ. Jesus, J Jehovah is salvation. Christ, Christos, the Hamashiach, the Messiah, who is God manifest in the flesh. That name is Jesus Christ. There's not another. So many say they are Jews and are not, but the synagogue of Satan. You see that in Sardis. I'm sorry, Smyrna. <laughs> Revelation, the second chapter. Smyrna, Ephesus, Smyrna. You'll see that, that many say they're Jews and are not, but the synagogue of Satan. You'll see it again in Philadelphia Church in Revelation 3. They say they're Jews and are not, but I make them to say they're Jews and are not. Come and bow down before you, your feet to make them know that I have loved you. That is the true believer, the true born-again child of God, born of the water and the Spirit. So don't let any man lie to you. Some of you have gone to your pastor and said, is it essential that we're water baptized in the name of Jesus? Oh, no, that doesn't have anything to do with it. Really? Well, take a look at Mark 16. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. What is it? He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. Well, somebody say, that's just baptism of the Holy Ghost. Really? It's baptism, a doctrine of baptisms. Uh, you'll see that in Hebrews 6. Leaving there the first, the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Let us go into perfection. Not laying again the foundation of faith toward God, repentance from dead work. That doctrine of baptisms. There's a baptism there of the Holy Ghost. There's a baptism in water, water baptized in the name of Jesus. But it's only through the water baptism that you have the circumcision or the cutting off of the body of the sins of the flesh. There's no other way. Repentance won't do it. Asking Jesus to come into your heart won't do it. Receiving the Holy Ghost won't do it. You have to be born of the water and the Spirit. Of course, you have to be born of the Spirit. Without the Spirit of Christ, you're none of His. If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of His. But if the Spirit that dwells in Christ also dwells in you, houses in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory, it shall also quicken your mortal body. Make alive your mortal body. But they say, well, fine, we'll receive the Holy Ghost. The devil said, that's fine, receive the Holy Ghost. But no, don't get water baptized because that doesn't have anything to do with salvation. That's a lie of Satan. They think they're Jews and are not because the Jew in Romans 2, 28 and 29 has had the spiritual circumcision of the heart and the spirit. That's the only way you can believe with the heart. 
Romans 10, 9, you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. He's go, Lord Jehovah God Almighty. And believe in thine heart, not with your mind, in your heart that God raised him from the dead. How do you believe with the heart? The heart has to be circumcised. How do you do that? Well, we see that in Romans 6, 1 through 4. What? Know you not that as many as were baptized, were baptized into the into Christ's death? Buried with him in baptism. You're raised to the newness of life. Romans 6, 4, that the body of the sins of the flesh might be destroyed. How? By baptism. You'll see it again in Colossians 2, verse 10 through 12. Somebody said, well, I've never heard that. My preacher, my pastor didn't say that. Well, he's been taught from the a denominal world, going to a seminary, and that's what they taught as a cookie-cutter religion. Not looking at the Word of God, but when you seek God with all your heart, you'll see it. And that's the first step, is being born again of the water and the Spirit. We've missed that, grotesquely missed that, completely missed it. Simply listen to this, this prosperity preaching church, even fundamentalists. Saying, well, repent and that's it. No. Repent and be baptized. Everyone of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. That's where you're baptized. For the remission of your sins. Well, no, your Bible said you got a new translation. It said because your sins are remitted. Wrong. Because you'll see that is wrong. And you'll see it again in Acts the 10th chapter. Acts 19. Acts 8, 16, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. You'll see again in Acts 10, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Can any man forbid water? That's water baptism. That these should not be baptized. Who have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? You did get the Holy Ghost, house of Cornelius, but now you've got, and he commanded them, not suggested. It wasn't another addition uh, of grace and that you can uh, have this additional grace added to you. No, it's essential to be born again. You'll see it again in Acts 19. They were, they had obeyed repentance. They were good fundamentalists. They were believers. But were they born again? Uh, no. Paul said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Sir, we don't know whether there'd be any Holy Ghost. And then what were you baptized? Under John's baptism. Well, he did baptize with water under repentance. That was past truth. Now, what do you do? Well, Jesus has death, burial, and resurrected. Now, it behooved Christ to suffer the death, burial, and resurrection. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name, Jesus. And that he would enter into his glory and repentance and remission of sins preached in his name. That's what Acts 2.38 is. Acts 4.12, Acts 6.16, Acts 10, Acts 19, and there in Acts 22. There again, Paul. He preached to them Jesus Christ there in Acts 19. They were good fundamentalists, but they weren't born again. And they preached to them Jesus Christ, and then they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And Paul laid hands on them, the doctrine of laying on the hands, and that's transferring the Spirit of God to another through the doctrine of laying on of the hands. And they received the Holy Ghost. And they began to prophesy. 
and speak in other tongues. They speak in other tongues and prophesy. Don't be lied to. Don't fall short. Go all the way. Be born again. Then that just gets you in the race. Then there's sanctification into belief and obedience unto righteousness unto holiness without which no man will be saved. The sanctification process. That's simply you obey the Lord, the leading of the Holy Ghost. But the body of the sins of the flesh are destroyed by baptism. <clears throat> you see it again? Romans 6, 4, Colossians 2, 10 through 12. You're complete in him, Jesus Christ, have need of nothing else, in whom you are circumcised with a circumcision made without hands. And what? What's that circumcision made without hands? And putting off the deeds of the body of the flesh. Well, that's not faith. Yes, it is. Through faith in the operation of God. How? Colossians 2.12. By baptism. There's no other way. Through the circumcision of Christ. Through faith. It's faith. In the operation of God. God took a spiritual scaffold. The word of God sharper than any two-edged sword. And cut off the foreskin of your heart. Why the foreskin of your heart in the spirit? It's circumcised. What he cut off? The body of the sins of the flesh. Buried in the sea of forgiveness. Where? Buried with him in baptism. What? Water baptism. In the name of Jesus Christ. And as many as been baptized into Christ, they put on Christ. Don't let any man deceive you. Search out the book and read. Not one of these things will fail. Search the scriptures in them. In them you think you have eternal life. These are they that testify of me. Join me. We're going on to perfection. But let's make sure. Let's make our calling and election sure. Let's make sure that we're born again. And not saying, as some will in Smyrna and in Philadelphia, say that we are Jews and are not by the synagogue of Satan because they were never. According to Romans 2, 28 and 29. Never had. They say they were Jews but they're not never having the spiritual circumcision in the heart, in the spirit. And that is water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. First Peter three, that in the long, in the days and the long suffering of God in the days of Noah, wherein eight souls were saved by water. The like figure, that was a figure. The like figure, that in the days of Noah, there were eight souls saved by water. The like figure where baptism doth also now presently save us. Not to put in way the filth of the flesh, but an answer of a good conscience toward God. Conscience is in the spirit of man, not in the soul, mind, will, emotions, imagination, and intellect, but is in the human spirit of man. And that spirit's in the heart, being circumcised, the body, the sins of flesh cut off by water baptism in the name of of Jesus Christ, not Father, Son, Holy Ghost, never did take on the name. That's like me signing a check to you, saying here, I write to you, I put your name on there, and I sign it, Father. Well, that's the truth, I am a father. I've got a son and a daughter. Or, but they won't cash it at the bank because that's not my name. Well, I put husband, I have a wife, been married for three years. Well, I put husband down, but that's not my name. 
Well, that's a function of who I am. Yes, Jesus is the Father. That is the administrative office of the Spirit. He is the Son. Well, that's the Father revealed in a body of flesh and blood, Son of God, Father revealed. And the Holy Ghost, what's the name of the Holy Ghost? Well, that's the Spirit of God, the power of God, but the name is Jesus. Christ is the function of every office of the Spirit, which name is Jesus. You have to take on that name, my friend. So let's make sure we have all the I's dotted, T's crossed, like make sure we're born again, and that we're saying that we're Jews, and make sure that we are Jews, that we've had the spiritual circumcision of the heart. Well, join me on here on the podcast, Saving God's People. We'd love to hear from you. Write to me, Dennis Spirit, Post Office Box 2906, Longview, Texas, zip code 75606. Don't hesitate. Let me hear from you. Join me. And then this ministry, I'd love to have fellowship with you as we all lift up Jesus Christ. If you believe the truth, join me at jcic.tv. If you believe this is the Word of God, the Holy Ghost beareth witness with your spirit, join me at jcic.tv where you will receive a username and password after you register, and then you can ask questions and give your comments. And we can worship the Lord together, going on to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ. You can also visit me at DennisBeard.org, SealingGodsPeople.org, SealingGodsPeople.com. Don't hesitate, please. God, let me framing that body together now, calling us into one. We're obeying God and uh, saving God's people according to that commandment he gave us on the 19th of January. 2019, been over three years. God's doing it now. He's preparing that body fitly, framing it together, compacting, compacting it according to the measure of every part. Let's make sure we come together. We're praying for your perfection and every member of the body of Christ. Until the next time. This is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold, the real Jesus.